How do we do things? Ah, the way we've always done them. Wrong. That's never a good answer. So that's one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about the master planning process underway with London Health Sciences Center last week, and we had a conversation with Brad Campbell. But there are a number of individuals who pay very close attention to what is happening in healthcare. And we wanted to talk to one of those individuals right now about this sort of thing, about where healthcare needs to go in this province. Peter Bergmanitz is a spokesperson with the Ontario Health Coalition and joins us now. Peter, how are things? All right there, Mike. Good to uh, meet you on the radio again. Yeah, great to have you here. So when we're looking at trying to figure out where we need to concentrate on in healthcare anymore, it seems doesn't matter throw a dart where it hits that's fine that works all of it seems to need attention what exactly would you break down as being some key things that need to be focused on well i certainly hope that we uh recognize that uh this is a process and it uh we've had a history of doing repeatedly the wrong thing i would reference say in jargon as uh redesigning and optimizing efficiencies and all that. Like, haven't we heard this language for 40 years and haven't really achieved anything other than uh, creating probably the most overcrowded and most underfunded and understaffed hospital systems, you know, in the country? And uh, so I want to definitely hasten to say that we have to be alert that this is not going to be a process of cuts. So right off the hop we aren't going to start talking about reductions in any way shape or form of services so going forward we're going to definitely you know applaud the uh, hospital for seeking public input we certainly have built our hospital system in london for over generations many people contributed their time and money and effort to do so so uh, they have every right to have a voice in our public hospital system and uh, we definitely want to be proactive about the mental health situation. No question, uh, we saw like 80% of our hospital inpatient beds wiped out the last time we had these redesign issues that we did. So we need all of that to be rebuilt. Um, add to that, let's just say we need to have a real inventory of our proper bed capacity. We wouldn't have such a crisis if we hadn't cut out 2,000 beds in the past. And now, you know, if we want to optimize our surge abilities, then we need to have at least uh, enough staffed beds to handle a normal 85% occupancy rate instead of these excessive over 100% every day almost, especially in, in psychiatric situations. So that's just a little mouthful for you to start with. Yeah. And Peter, you make a really good point. The idea that we have seen reduced beds and you wonder right now when we get those capacity numbers, what would those numbers look like with past bed numbers available in hospitals? Exactly. It's, uh, you know, literally we know it's dangerous. The pandemic has proven to us that without the proper levels of staffing for beds, Beds are empty pieces of furniture, and they can't help a soul. So I, I see the hospital wants to address wait times of all manner, eMERGE included, but they are going to have to have the most robust recruitment and retention policy ever. And, and how do you do that with a government provincially that's tying their hands behind their back, 
not funding them accordingly, putting a wage cap on healthcare workers of all things during this health crisis, and be able to rebuild your your hospital staff. I don't know how they're going to do it. Peter Bergman is joining us, spokesperson for the Ontario Health Coalition. Peter, for a number of years, questions of what should maybe be privatized, what should remain public health, those discussions go on. What are you hearing right now when it comes to people saying, well, you know, if if we if we made this option, because there are options that do exist in private health care even now, but what, what if that grew a little bit? Is that something that needs to have more discussion, or is that something that needs to have less discussion in your mind? Well, that is the most... Uh anti-democratic uh, approach to our public hospital crisis, frankly. It, uh, we have no control over what the private for-profit sector will do once they take control of a service. Witness, for instance, uh, we've contracted out imaging, we've contracted out dietary, we've contracted out all kinds of manner of services already. And uh, this hospital redesign campaign right now it actually looks at delivery of care outside of traditional hospitals that's usually code word for contracting out and when you enter that for-profit motive well you've seen what happened in long-term care you've seen it happen in a litany of other places we have our own hospital st joe's here it's an ambulatory care or there it should be doing like 24-7 surgeries, but it's not funded by our own government to do it. What it is, our government's doing is giving more public money to a private clinic down the street to do surgery we should be doing, and at an extra cost, of course. So, yeah, this is a wrong path for sure. If we thought we could uh, somehow reduce our wait times by giving more money to the private sector. We're on that path, though, it seems, because you mentioned things like imaging and you mentioned things like certain surgeries and how that's now done. Even you look at the collection of blood tests and things like that. That's changed in the last little while. So can we get off this path? These are policy decisions. These were policy decisions. They weren't necessities. And you know that a government, when it decides to do something like this, there's a motive there, and this particular government has got a motive of really embedding the corporate culture in almost every facet of our lives. So I, I'm saying we we can knock them off this path. They don't have the mandate. Citizens have every right to raise objections. There's town hall meetings happening across the province, even as we speak, in these small communities where their eMERGE departments have been closed, which has never happened before. And obviously, handing money over to private providers has done absolutely zero to help us, has it? Peter, we've got about 90 seconds left. Anything else you would like to focus on as we move forward and, and really continue to think about what path we want to be on when it comes to our health care in this province or in this country? Well, I certainly want to encourage anyone that can get a chance to participate in the master planning process to do so you have every right to do so it's our tax dollars paying for it let's forget about as zombie virus let's forget about zombie ideas about private for profit somehow being effective they're ineffective they're costly they do nothing to improve the health care of the citizens 
and get involved with the London Health Coalition, get involved with the Ontario Health Coalition. That's the uh, way we're going to reverse course on what the governments uh, are doing right now. Well, Peter, we really appreciate your attention to this. Thanks so much for the thoughts today. Thank you always, my friend. That's Peter McManus, spokesperson for the Ontario Health Coalition. So some ideas on what we need to be doing. And as Peter says, the the best thing to do is simply participate when we get the opportunity to participate. That way, we're actually hearing it as it happens. We can tell you about the planning process. We can explain what it is. But it's up to us to say, all right, this is when we can go, we listen, we respond, we raise concerns, and maybe that's how, that helps to mold and shape things in a way that will benefit us. That's, that's what you hope. That's what you hope. 